Hi friends, welcome to In the Moment with Mombi. It is such a pleasure for me to be here for the 8th episode of this podcast. Yay! <laughs> and I just want to thank you all for your continued support. It is all very humbling and I am so so grateful for everything God is doing through this platform. Um and today I want us to talk about a very special topic, a topic that is centered on waiting on God. Honestly, this is a conversation I had planned to have a long time ago, but I never really felt ready enough to speak on it or rather the Holy Spirit directed me to speak on other conversations. Um and even as I was preparing this, I still felt very unprepared um to speak on this because um quite a number of you have actually been requesting for me to have this conversation and i honestly had to pray and ask god for so much strength and wisdom to speak about this because i think it's quite a heavy heavy um topic and i just didn't want to speak just because i'm speaking but i wanted to speak with insight and with a lot of guidance and grace from God and you're probably wondering why Fanis why are you struggling why Mumbi why are you struggling with this and honestly it's because i too i have been in a waiting season for a while now and if you're like me you probably find it hard to advise people or rather to speak about something when you're concurrently struggling with the same thing you know and because i have been actively in a waiting season and actively waiting on God to answer some prayers and desires i have i just find it hard to speak on this because even me i really don't know what i'm doing or what i'm supposed to be doing as i wait and it's a bit difficult especially um to give advice um when you're also struggling with something because i don't want to seem hypocritical and to seem like i'm coming from a place of knowing everything but then um yeah I, i finally i just couldn't run away from this conversation uh father because even the holy spirit just directed me um to speak on it and unfortunately i don't have 10 tips you can follow as you wait on god i don't have secrets i don't even have the waiting season figured out yet because i'm still figuring it out every single day because it's a season that comes with so many emotions you know one minute you're frustrated and the next minute you're hopeful the next minute you're hopeless um it's a complete roller coaster of emotions if i may be honest but then i believe that god makes no mistakes and there's a reason why I'm led to speak on this and with the few words I'll be sharing today I hope and pray that they will be a blessing to you so when I think um waiting on god i immediately think faith i honestly think it's impossible to wait on god if you lack faith and still our faith is tested the most during seasons of waiting simply because you cannot wait for something you do not believe you will receive and did you know that you can wait on god and wait incorrectly that's something we are never taught we are always taught that if you wait on god he will come through uh, there's only one way to wait on god but you can actually wait on god and wait wrong and wait incorrectly and one can say they're really waiting on god but how is the posture of your wait are you grumbling do you have disbelief are you leaning towards lack or, or gratitude or are you worshiping as you wait are you praising are you waiting well 
And for me, this has been a game changer when it comes to waiting on God. I've had so many sermons about waiting on God and that God is a promise keeper. But what God has been teaching me is about my attitude while I'm waiting. And that's the same thing we will touch on today. So in Hebrews 11.1, a well-known scripture um, in the Amplified Version says, Now faith is the assurance, in brackets, title, deed, or confirmation of the things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be expressed by the physical senses. There are moments when a scripture just jumps out and comes alive and just hits you in the face. For me, this has been the scripture in the past couple of weeks that faith is simply waiting on something that does not exist as if it does, you know. And that's just crazy if you ask me. And by by this scripture, really, my understanding is that even when you don't see things happening or moving, um... It is important um, to have faith because to have faith is to ignore what you cannot see and act as if it exists. You know, the people who are delusional (laughs) or hallucinating, really, like that's, that's what faith is, believing as though the things that are not are, you know. And for me, this is my simple definition of waiting well. It is simply standing on God's word and what he said and what he still says about me, even when I don't see it. I deliberately choose to ignore all my feelings and doubts and act and believe that God has already done it, right? I'm very delusional. Like if God said I will be a millionaire, I don't care how much money I have in my account, you know, I choose to act as though God has already done it. Like I don't wrestle with the word of God. I don't wrestle with what God has said, because for me, I believe that's the right posture about waiting on God. As this scripture has told us, it is the evidence of things not seen. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced in the physical sense. So faith is to believe what you cannot see like in this physical world it surpasses what can be seen because you have to believe it's beyond that which their bare eyes can see and i cannot think of this scripture i not think of this um uh, context (laughs) without thinking of second corinthians 5 7 which says for we walk by faith and not by sight living our lives in a matter con- cons- in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises and from this text we see that to have faith is to walk blindly and to have faith is to take the next step without knowing what's ahead of you to have faith is to wait on a promise that God made and believing he has done it even when you see no signs of it being a believer in God and in his word um, it calls for a life of faith, you know, it calls for you to live a life of pure, pure faith because it is through faith that we please God. It is through faith that our intimacy with Jesus grows. And for me, I feel like faith is what really defines what it is to wait on God and not just to wait, but to wait well. Because here we are told that we walk by faith and not by sight. So 
you cannot have faith if you're just believing what you can see. To have faith is to believe beyond what the physical eyes can see, you know. And the Bible says that um, it's impossible to please God without faith. So living a life of faith um, calls for a lot of belief and trust in God, you know, um, to just see beyond what is here right now and to believe what God has said about you and about your life. Um, I would also like to suggest for all of you to take time and read um, Hebrews 11, the whole chapter. It is actually one of, of my favorite chapters because it recounts all the saints who had to wait on God, like all the major, major saints in the Bible that we know. Um, because every story that we read in the Bible that God's power, glory were manifested, there was a waiting season behind it. And they are all like mentioned in that chapter and the things they did to wait on God and to have faith in God. And I also want to share that last week I was reading a certain Bible plan that said um, that sometimes God lets us wait, not because he cannot answer us immediately, but they don't think that you waiting on God is because God does not have the capacity to answer your prayer right there and right then, right? The major reason or the main reason why we are led to a season of waiting um, is so that his power can be made known because it's in those situations that seem impossible to man, right? Then now God is like, hold my cup. <laughs> my cup let me show you let me show you you know because if god did things with so much speed and like he did things instantly um it's so easy for man to credit himself and it's so easy for god to be disregarded you know but it's in those difficult trying long and painful seasons seasons of desperation <laughs> It's in those seasons that that God's power and might become irrefutable. This one, and oftentimes it's not even for you to see, but for others to see and witness God through your life and your situations. You see, the many times that there's breakthrough and miracles in our lives, believe it or not, in most cases, it's not usually for your own benefit, but for the sake of others. And you want to ask me, eh, ponawiyo, mungua hope, mungua John, mungua Rebecca, mungua Abraham, mungua Sarah, mungua David. You know, God does not do these things like primarily for our benefit but for the benefit of others so that others can see his power and his love and his glory and his majesty and his grace to uh in your life and they can say hey that is the god i want so if god is making you wait believe you me that it will not only benefit you it will not only help you but also many, many, many more will be led to Jesus Christ through the things he will do through your life. Because as we read in the Bible, you're like, hey, the God of Moses, the God of Abraham, even when you're praying, like there's so many women who are barren. Most of the prayers they make is God of Sarah, God of Hannah, you know, because God entered into that chat. God entered in, 
entered into that um, conversation and he did something that no man could do. Imagine Sarah giving birth. Was it at like 90? Imagine. You never say ni Sarah mwenyewe ni Abraham alimsaidia. It's irrefutable that, that that is God who moved. And so other women who are also struggling with uh, fertility and pregnancy issues can go back to God and be like, God of Sarah, you did it then, you will do it now, right? So that is something I have learned that it's not like God cannot answer your prayer like sai sai ata before uombe before kufungue mdomo apana in most cases it's just God who wants to brag through your life through your situation so that many more can be attracted to his goodness and his love and can even know him people who didn't know him but they're like there's something special about this person nini neyo right and i also want us to read um from the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 3, in Amplified Version, it says, For the vision is yet for the appointed um, future time. It hurries toward the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Um, even though it delays, wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come. It will not delay. Right? Wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come. It will not delay. Even though it delays, even though according to you it delays, it will not delay. And in the message version, which I also found very beautiful, says, and then God answered, write this, write what you see, write it out in big block letters, in short, and in capital letters, <laughs> so that you can read on the run. Yani, as you move, you're just reading the vision you're just reading the promise you're just reading what god said because this vision or message is a witness pointing to what's coming it aches for the coming it longs for the coming it can hardly wait and it doesn't lie if it seems slow in coming wait it's on its way it will come right on time Wow, I really, really love message version because it just has a way of interpreting scripture in a simpler way and in a more real and um, when I read message version, it's like the scripture just jumps out and I'm like, hey, okay, God, you've said, I write it in big block letters, you know, it's practical on the run that you can be able to read on the run Um, because the message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for what's coming it can hardly wait that even the promise that god has for you even the vision that god has for you it cannot wait to reach you and it does not lie and even though it seems slow in coming it is coming it's on its way and it will come right on time right and in both scriptures god says to us to write down and to take note of the vision to take note of the promise God has given us. And he goes on to say that even when it seems like it's delaying, it shall not delay or it has not delayed and it will come to pass. Message version says it so well that it does not lie. God does not lie and his word does not lie. God is not man that he should lie. And when he says something, it will come to pass. His word will never go back to him void. That even if in the bare and human eyes, the promise and the vision seem delayed, we ought to have faith and we ought to know that his word will come right on time. And I actually love the concept of time that's introduced here because... um, 
in the Bible, in the book of Second Peter chapter 3, verse 8, uh, the Bible says, But not, do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not waiting not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So as you wait on God, remember that a thousand days to you equal to one day in the eyes of God. And it must not be like practically like a thousand days are like one day. No, but in short, what this scripture is helping you understand is like the way you count time and the way you see time is totally different from how God sees time, right? God's timeline is not equivalent to that of man. God is a God of times and seasons. In short, times and seasons are in the hands of God. Times and seasons are of God. We actually live in the time of God. You know, God is the owner of time and seasons, right? He is a God that ensures everything aligns for you before he brings it to you. Right, God ensures He aligns everything to you before He brings it to you. Last week I shared on my Instagram that sometimes God even has to work on the hearts of people who are meant to fit in your destiny. Probably they're not even born again, and God has to save them first. Probably they're not even born, and they have to be born first, and then they can grow up. When the CBC, they grow up, university, in your destiny, but no, it will not take that long. Amen. <laughs> but you know, you get it. Um, sometimes God has to prepare so many things before everything aligns for you. But that does not mean that God has, you know, forgotten you. Sometimes God is not only working on the hearts of others, right? But he could also be working on your heart and your character at the same time. Maybe you, you're the one who's actually stopping your blessings and your miracles from coming because what is the posture of your heart? How is your character? Can God trust you, you know, with the thing you're praying for, right? And sometimes um maybe you have a jealousy problem maybe you have a pride issue maybe you're unfaithful in character and you're praying for god to bless you with a lot of money god i want to be a billionaire okay god oh my child i shall supply to all your riches according to i shall supply to all your needs according to my riches and glory but then mungu akiangalia character mtu anaitisha billions mungu anasema kai no one else will benefit from this and uh, the riches that I want to bless him with are not just for him but they are for nations right so God has to come back to your character and Angalia, hey this one is a selfish person before I bless him I need to deal with his character I need to deal with his heart so character development he starts sharpening you he starts molding you he starts perfecting you so by the time you become a billionaire eh you're such a humble person you love people you're generous right so god can trust you with the billions you're praying for because he has tested you because he is preparing you for the very miracle and for the very promise you have been praying for right um 
because in his infinite wisdom he knows when he gives you what you're asking for you might mishandle it and you'll also hurt and hold back the destinies of the other people who are dependent on you so because god loves all of us as his children and if i entrust you with this right now you're not ready and the other people who are relying on you right you're a destiny helper to other people and so god cannot bless you with that very thing you're praying for until he trusts you until he prepares you so that you cannot mishandle the blessing the miracle and the promise you've been praying for so that when it comes to you then you'll be able to help other people who are depending on you for the expansion of the kingdom of heaven aki kama imekupita please rudi atena because it is such a powerful point god will always ensure that he prepares you and he prepares everyone who's meant to be in your destiny before he issues out your blessings and your miracles and the very things you're praying for so god operates in times and seasons brethren and so when you're in your waiting season it is important for you to trust the heart of god and for you to trust that god is a promise keeper you know something i've been thinking about there's so many stories in the bible i could read to you about waiting but a particular story that just came to mind when i was preparing for this uh, podcast was the story of hannah Can you imagine how Hannah felt as she was constantly constantly praying fasting and making sacrifices to God year in and year out when she was constantly despised by Penina year after year you know Penina was mocking her and saying oh, the God you, you, you worship the God you're always sacrificing to look at me I have many kids you know can you imagine how that woman was feeling year in and year out but God knew when he needed to answer her prayer and he knew for what reason you know he needed to answer it he, he did not need to answer it because Hannah needed a child because she was suffering in the hands of Penina no god had a better reason for him to give Penina a child god knew <laughs> that uh when he needed to answer her prayer um he needed he wanted to uh bless Hannah with Samuel who was going to be a prophet and a servant of god and Samuel would take over Eli okay or Eli but if you went to group of schools like me it's Eli <laughs> I'm kidding guys where I'm kidding Eli Eli tomato tomato uh, because Eli and his sons had been sinning against God and they had been um, rebellious and God was furious about them you can find this story I think it's in 1 Samuel or is it in 2 Samuel if you read your bible you will find that story and so God needed to give Hannah a child at this time because also god wanted to satisfy the need he had not just hannah's need but god also had a need god needed a prophet and a servant he would trust and so hannah's need and god's need they coincided but then hannah still had to wait for the right time for her need to be fulfilled according to god's need and god's timeline oh hallelujah revelation you people i hope you're i i hope you're following me right you could be having your need and it could be identical similar to the need of god but it has to be aligned to the timeline of god as well right so samuel was born but he was not born when hannah was pregnant like i tried googling how how long um 
Hannah waited before she had Samuel and there is nowhere like clearly they have said how many years but I saw some people saying 39 years but I can imagine even if it were 10 years that was a long time but then Sarah's need for Samuel and God's need for Samuel just had to align in God's timeline right um so his God's timeline was correct. That's when Samuel would take over from Eli and would be used by God to anoint and to raise kings for Israel. And even when she gave up um, Samuel to God, because that's the promise she made that when, if she, God would bless her with a child, she would um, give Samuel back to God. God was still faithful enough to bless her with more children. She only wanted one. You know, but God gave her five more children after Samuel. That just shows us that our God, we serve a God who does exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask, think or imagine, right? This is the God we serve. I think this is Ephesians Ephesians 3.20, if I'm not wrong. Um, that now God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask, think, or imagine. We see it here in Hannah's story. She only wanted one child. God gave her five more after some more, right? And that also just shows us that God is never mean or ruthless. God never wastes our pain. And that's something I talked about in the episode of rejection. He never wastes our seasons of waiting, provided we hold on to our faith and hold on to the promise he gave us. God always comes through. That is his record. He is a promise keeper. And something I've also found helpful and is also a huge step of faith is to prepare for what God promised me. So what I do now is I actively take steps to align my thoughts, words, and actions with the Lord's promises over my life, to believe and to act in accordance to the promise of the Father. Even when I can't see what lies ahead of me, I still choose to walk by faith and not by sight. I still choose to take on a posture of faith and of hope. And when times get hard, I ask God for strength, strength to keep going, strength to wait on Him, and strength to keep believing strength to keep praying strength to strength to keep worshiping strength to keep allowing his glory and power to be manifested through me because you know when you're waiting is when you're tested the most you find it hard to pray you find it hard to worship but it's in those very reasons you need to humble yourself and be like god i invite you in my weakness for it is in my weakness where your strength is perfected god help me to keep praying and to keep trusting and to keep taking up a right posture of waiting well and i just prepare i just prepare for what um you know, God promised me if I'm trusting for a house, I start preparing. Hey, my house will look like this. This is what I will buy. I can't wait to buy this. So I already start buying things. You know, if I want to do something, I'm just like, hey, I start visualizing it and preparing for it. I start setting money aside. I start talking about it as if it's here already. You know, that's also preparation. And that's also a step of faith. And that's another step I've been taking in waiting well. And so I don't know what you're trusting God for, but I would like to challenge you to start preparing for it because this is a huge step of faith and it pleases God when we have faith and act in faith, right? So if you're trusting God for a job, start preparing, start doing things, okay? 
if you're trusting God for a marriage, I don't know how people prepare for a marriage. On TikTok, I saw someone who went and bought a wedding dress and she got married you know, sooner than later. Like, start preparing for that which you're trusting God for. Don't just keep stay there and say, oh, it will come. Prepare for it. What are you doing to prepare for it? And there's a quote I love that says, Joseph waited for 13 years. Abraham waited for 25 years. Moses waited for 40 years. David waited for 17 years. Jesus waited for 30 years. And it says, and it's, and so if God is making you wait, you are in good company. And what stands out about all these people is their unwavering faith in God and um, in his word. Even when it took years, even when they were ridiculed, even when they were frustrated, they never stopped having faith. They never doubted what God had promised them. They didn't doubt the vision. Um, they didn't doubt the promise and they didn't doubt God's word. And so whenever your waiting seasons get trying, lonely and frustrating, because it will, it will get frustrating. It will get difficult. No wonder it says, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Why do you think the Bible says? They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength because you will get weak, because you will get lonely, because you will get frustrated. And because waiting is a lonely season, you won't be waiting with your whole village. No. If you're waiting for something, in most cases, you'll be waiting alone. And it's very difficult in those times. But the Lord promises that your strength shall be renewed. And you shall not faint. And you shall not grow weary. But you also need to check on your posture. How are you waiting? How is the posture of your waiting season? Are you complaining? Are you operating within lack or are you waiting within within abundance, you know, and in thanksgiving and saying, hey God, I thank you for that car. You have already blessed me with it in Jesus' name. Or are you like, hey, so cool, nimetembea, nimetembea, nimechoka, yes, juu serikali, oh, serikali, yes, juu my boss is a bad boss, juu nini, nini. No, you can express your frustration, but also what are you doing about it? And then how is your faith? Are you thanking God for it? Are you like, God, you know, this is what I, I desire. I'm no longer happy here. I desire this, but God, I still thank you for this because it's helping me get to the next one. That is the right posture in waiting, right? Whenever you're in your waiting season and it gets trying, lonely and frustrating, remember whose company you're in. You're in the company of Abraham. You're in the company of Jesus. You're in the company of David, even Noah. He waited a while before for him to build the, the ark and people were like, hey, Noah is crazy. And so if God is making you wait, you're in the company of great people. You're in the company of saints, right? Um, and God used those very saints to reveal his power, love, faithfulness, glory, and might in a great way, in a majestic way. And in the same way, he will also use you to reveal his goodness um, for many more to see and for many more to know him. You just need to keep believing and trusting in him. Keep fasting, keep praying, keep serving faithfully. Stop grumbling, stop complaining all the time. That's not 
something you know great to live by that's not a good character always live in thanksgiving and praise and just thank god for everything and there's a scripture that says that i think it's in second thessalonians it says give thanks in all circumstances and another one also says count it all joy you know there's a reason why scripture is quoted it's because god knows it's not always when you want to count it all joy, but you should, right? And so be grateful for the seen and the unseen and keep waiting well, right? I'm just led to pray and I'd just like to say a quick prayer um, for us. And so let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much for this word about not just waiting, but waiting well. Thank you for reminding us, the great people in the Bible who waited and they waited patiently on you. And God, you are faithful to keep your promises and you were faithful to keep your word. And Jesus, as your word says that your promises are yes and amen in the mighty name of Jesus. At this very moment, we come in agreement with every word you have spoken upon our life and about our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever it is that you have promised and said upon the life, of my friend who's listening on the other end in the mighty name of Jesus. We come into agreement with it by faith in the mighty name of Jesus and we declare that you are doing it and you have already done it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and we give you glory, honor and praise oh God for you are a God who does miracles, you are a God who does wonders in the mighty name of Jesus and the same God who performed all these miracles in the Bible. You are the same God who's faithful to perform in our lives in this very moment in the mighty name of Jesus that your power, that your glory, that your might might be witnessed in the mighty name of Jesus in this generation and in our lives, oh God. Father Lord, may we grow in faith. May we grow in trust in you. May we believe in you in the mighty name of Jesus for it is impossible to believe in you without faith, oh God. We thank you and we worship you for, the, for your word says that Oh God, um, you shall not withhold no good thing from they that believe in you in the mighty name of Jesus from the righteous ones, oh God. So Father Lord, help us to live righteously. Help us to love you, oh God, because you have said that you will not withhold any good thing from us in the mighty name of Jesus. So Father God, we love you and we, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Even for my friend who's listening, God, and they may be um, struggling, God, with waiting on you. May you renew their strength at this very moment oh god in the mighty name of jesus may you surround them with your love and your power in the mighty name of jesus may you bring people along their way god who will walk with them who will guide them jesus who will pray for them who will encourage them in the mighty name of jesus as they are waiting in the mighty name of jesus christ may you bring people oh god who will keep them strong and who will be their support system in the mighty name of jesus that they may continue waiting on you for you the word says blessed are they who wait on you patiently and who wait on you god with joy and with hope in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us not to just wait on you, God, but to wait from a place of thanksgiving, to wait from a place of praise, to wait from a place of worship, to wait, God, from a place of joy in the mighty name of Jesus for you are a God who keeps your promises and you are a God who is never late in the mighty name of Jesus you arrive right on time oh God and we thank you and worship you because even in our lives we will see and we will testify that indeed God you were never too early nor were you too late but you came right at time when we needed you the most in the mighty name of Jesus for Father Lord you have said that um, your word will never go back to you empty in the mighty 
name of Jesus and that is the God we choose to believe and to trust oh God so Father God keep working on us in the mighty name of Jesus keep working on our characters and on our our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus that we may be worthy of the things that we are praying for that we may be worthy God of the blessings that you are asking for day and night in the mighty name of Jesus keep refining us keep shaping and molding us in the mighty name of Jesus that we may be worthy God of the blessings in the mighty name of Jesus we may be worthy God of the glory God and of the whether it's finances whether it's opportunities that we are praying for in the mighty name of Jesus that directly at uh, that directly influence and directly affect the destinies of others in the mighty name of Jesus that we may be good stewards oh god of the ministries of the finances of the opportunities in the mighty name of Jesus of the jobs oh god of of the very things that we are praying for in the mighty name of Jesus that when we finally receive them oh god we will use them god for the benefit and for the glory of your kingdom and of your people in the mighty name of jesus not just for our own gain oh god but for the expansion of the kingdom of heaven and for the expansion jesus christ of the lives and the well-being of the lives of the of your saints and of your children on earth so father lord help us to wait well help us to wait patiently on you help us to wait with love god and help us to wait with hope and faith in the mighty name of jesus christ and when we receive everything we are praying and trusting for surely god all the glory on and praise will go back unto you and it is in jesus mighty promise keeping powerful glorious name we pray trusting and believing amen 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 and so this brings us to the end of this episode um i believe that everyone um who's in the in a season of waiting will soon have a testimony to share with us if god answers your prayers um in this you know podcast in one way or another please 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 share with us that we may encourage each other in faith and even me i'm also preparing to share my testimony on here because i've been trusting god for a couple of things because i know i serve a uh, i serve a living and a promise keeping god whose word is sharp alive and active and what he says will surely come to pass and this is my confidence and so may god bless you May he keep you and may he shine his face on you and give you favor and peace. Wait well in Jesus' name. Have a blessed week.